Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Seriously, man, you don't really think we're going to see any Canutes and 41 Rockies jerseys here at Coors Field, do you? I mean, no offense, I know you're a local and all, but that was a long time ago. You never know. I've seen some old guy jerseys around here, haven't you? In fact, I actually heard from a really good source. You mean you saw it on Twitter. Whatever. I heard that Chad Cool's wearing 41 now for the Rockies because he grew up a Milwaukee Brewers fan and he watched me wearing number 41 back in the day. That, you know, that's pretty cool, right? I see what you did there, Mark. Yeah, okay, wait. Look, he's right over there. Let's just go ask him. Well, you know, we probably shouldn't bother him. What do you mean? We're media. That's our job. Follow me. Uh, okay, but, but let me ask him. Hey, Chad, I'm Mark Knudsen. This is Manny Randall. We do a podcast called the Park Adjusted Rockies Podcast. He came up with the name. Congrats on your great start to the season. Are you liking it here? He's got a question for you, Chad. Okay, I heard somewhere that you're wearing number 41 here as a Rocky because, you know, I wore it a while back. A long okay, while back. whatever. I wore 41 in Milwaukee, as I'm sure you know, since I heard you grew up a Brewers fan and all. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, grew up in Delaware. Um, you know, kind of watched the Phillies kind of growing up, but uh, never really heard of you. So when they gave me 41, I don't think it really had some... Uh, significance behind it sorry yeah what's what show am i on it's the park adjusted rockies podcast and now here are your hosts mark knudson and manny randawa it's all-star time in major league baseball and while they aren't hosting the game like they did a year ago the Colorado rockies will be repped in la by slugger cj crone and who knows maybe even a pitcher if things break right there were those predictable snubs in this year's selections both by the fans who picked the starters and by the players and league personnel who complete the rosters who should be there and who won't be? This week, we look over both sets of rosters and let you know what we think, who should and who shouldn't have been included, plus some guesswork on who might still end up in L.A. a week from Tuesday night. We get the all-star episode of the Park Adjusted Rockies podcast rolling right after this. Stay with us. It's all on deck. For the best selection of autographs and memorabilia from your favorite sports stars past and present, look no further than DenverAutographs.com. Find what you're after on the web or at either of their two Metro Denver locations, Colorado Mills Mall and Flatirons Mall. Broncos, Rockies, Avs, Nuggets, and much more. It's all at denverautographs.com. The place to catch all the big game action is at Stoney's Bar and Grill, now with four great locations, including Winter Park and the original at 11th and Lincoln. Great food, great service, and unrivaled game day atmosphere. There's no better place to watch your favorite teams in action. To find out more, check out stoneysbarandgrill.com. It is All-Star time. It's always exciting. Not quite as exciting around here in Manny as it was last year when the Rockies were hosting the All-Star game. Nonetheless, it is exciting for fans to watch the, the Midsummer Classic a week later than usual this year. But uh, it'll be played in Los Angeles. And lots of pomp and circumstances. And the Rockies will be represented. Uh, the guy you predicted would be, be the All-Star. CJ Crone got the nod for the Rockies. Um, I can't help but think maybe the designated hitter rule helped him because first base in the National League is just absolutely loaded. Yeah, man. First base is a tough spot. I mean, um, Paul Goldschmidt is playing like an MVP right now. So, I mean, he's obvious first base starter and obvious choice. And so that's, they got that one. The fans got that one. Right. And um, you know, that there's the first base was a loaded position this year. So yeah, CJ, there was, there was some doubt at at one point about whether, you know, but here's the thing too, is that the Rockies have to have, a rep. Um, a rep and that that actually kind of worked in his favor because mm-hmm. um, freddie freeman didn't make it mm-hmm. um so or it's but he could be the if, if crone can't play then then freeman could be a replacement yeah. well um uh pete alonzo makes it which, which he obviously mm-hmm. should have but i mean that, that was a tough call right there with first base position other than paul goldsman like you said so um i guess can help do you first of all do you like the idea that every team has to have a representative 
Uh, no, I, I think um, I think the All Star Game. First of all, I think we have to remember that the All Star Game is a fan thing, and right. it, it's it's for the fans. Um, yeah, it's a bummer for you know, it'd be a bummer for a, a team, you know, for fans of a team that didn't have anybody. Right. But honestly, it works in the NBA. Just, they don't have a it. Problem. Just kind of waters it down, you know, yep. when you when you've got guys that maybe really shouldn't be there, but they have to be. Yeah. There has to be some. Well, and, and I think if it was up to me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have it like well, that. Another factor in that is that a lot of guys have, especially young guys, have bonuses in their contracts for making the All Star team. So you can say it's just for the fans, but it means something to the players. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, all, you know, an All Star nod when you when you deserve one. And uh, I was reading an article on ESPN.com and they talked about the 1979 All Star game that had had all these guys in it and then had a whole litany of Hall of Famers who didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it happens that way. And it's just part of part of the deal. I did notice, and maybe you did the same when I was doing my research for this to see who I thought should be on the all-star team, the offensive firepower, especially for the national league is heavily on the corners in the infield heavily, even in anywhere in the infield, the outfielders aren't quite as powerful with, especially with Harper being out in the national league as they were maybe a year yeah. ago. No doubt. Because I mean, the way got the way it, the, I, I had a few disagreements with the, with the fans on this one. Yep um it, on both starting um the mm -hmm. starters for both but i think you're right i mean between goldschmidt and machado at third base um arenado machado was that's a fun one to, to debate but i think I, I gave the nod to machado but, um, well and but, you are you are an analytics guy and analytics yeah. favored arenado heavily i mean he's got a way better war he's more oh. home runs more rbis he, he has he's and he he's doesn't a have far, a better war yes he does it's oh the, yes he does the war the, the the well it depends on what if you're looking at fan graphs or baseball, baseball reference, maybe reference there's a slight difference war was not even close um yeah at the at the plate well, at the plate there's a 4.0 at the plate there's a at the plate there's a substantial difference and given that defense is a little bit um is always kind of the shaky part of war i, I usually weight the offense a little bit more when it's close like that half half a win is yeah it's kind of substantial I think in the on Fangraphs, I think it was like four point seven to four point five for Machado. But um, I get I weight offense and Arnado. Had he not had that lull in uh, May, he's definitely the guy but um, because he had an absolutely he was just tearing it up in April and, and June. Um, just he had Arnado that. was four five. Machado was four zero on Baseball Reference. So. Yeah, on Fangraphs. Yeah, on Fangraphs, it was. Um, let's see here on Fangraphs for third baseman. For both leagues, let me do that. Let's not forget they... a guy, and we we'll talk about snubs as we go along. But Austin Riley's having a heck of a season. He got left off the team completely, third baseman for the Braves. He's having a great. Yeah, no, there there are definitely some some snubs here, um, both pitchers and hitters. Yeah, so it's four point five to four point two for Machado on on Fangraphs. So I mean, it's you could you could you know what? I wouldn't be mad if 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 if, if Arenado was the guy either because it's very it's close you can make an argument for sure well let's start with the american league let's go do our our picks for the all-star game because everybody has their picks everybody has their snubs let's give ours let's, let's start in the american league um got some bad news today uh, uh jordan Al alvarez for the astros is, would be the starting dh out for on the 60-day dl today hit the 60-day yeah. dl so he's probably he has Brutal. a 1.50 ops i mean he's having a monster season with 26 home runs and hitting 306 he's going to miss so that opens up somebody else in the american league but let's um i don't know who would you take one of the guys who is a guy who's been snubbed i mean is there a primary dh some of these guys are dh outfielders you can move guys around i mean the starting dh is is shotei otani shohei otani yeah, who, who's the replacement fine. who's the replacement for alvarez for alvarez 
Um, well, I, I think in the uh, in the actual fan voting, um, because Alvarez is you know Alvarez is great, but he he wasn't actually listed as uh, they gave the spot to Stanton. Hmm. Um, in the outfield and Otani at ZH. Right. And so Alvarez wasn't even listed there. I mean, if I had to, I have Alvarez as a starter, but yep. obviously he's not going to play. So um, I think as a, as a replacement, I mean, Car- Giancarlo Stanton is popular exactly. for obvious reasons, oh. but, um, and I get it, you know, this is where the, where things kind of get a little bit difficult because it is a, it is a fan. It, this is for the fans and the fans get to, that's why the fans get the fan vote for the starters and I get that, but um, also there's also this idea that you, you need to deserve it, right? You, you should deserve to to be an all star, mm-hmm. and like you said, there are contract um, clauses, and 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 when you're, you know, I don't look at it very much, very. I don't weight all star appearances very heavily when I judge a guy's career, but um, people do still, yep. you know, and mm-hmm. and I think that that's you know that's got you got to think about that. So um, I, I think. I think if it if I had to replace Alvarez in the outfield, you know, I I'd probably I probably go with with um, with Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners, the rookie. Mm, okay. I mean, he's been very good. He's, oh. you know, he's got 15 homers. He's got a 136 uh, weighted runs created plus three a WAR of three already, um, which is fourth in the behind Trout, Alvarez, and Judge. So um, per fan draft. So I think I would go with him. Alvarez should should be the starter, but again, like you said, he's hurt. So J Rod has been having quite a season. He's he's the uh, he's the front he's the front runner for rookie of the year for sure. And he's he's doing he's he's getting he's he's not King Griffey Jr., but he's getting mentioned in the same breath because wow. he's the only Mariner uh, twenty one. He and I think um, there was a, some stat about him and him A Rod and Junior are the only guys that were twenty one or younger to make an All Star team. Well, so impressive company. Yeah. Right. Um, I think we both agree that when you look at all-star teams and, and throughout baseball right now, the weakest position is catcher, not just with the Colorado Rockies. Yeah. It's just throughout baseball. Yeah. There just aren't that many really standout catchers anymore, but Alejandro right. Kirk for Toronto is having a really good year. He's getting the nod to start. And I think that's deserved. Don't you? I agree. I agree. I think he should get it um, because if you really look at it, Kirk is having a sensational year, mm-hmm. but also, and nothing to take away from that, but also it's just weak. It's a weak, yeah. it's a weak crop. It's a yep. weak group. Yep. 3.0 that, that war position. is pretty darn good this, as, at this point. Oh yeah. He's a great story, man. I mean, uh, he's not the guy you go into yeah. the season thinking he's going to start That's... the all-star game behind the plate. Who's your first base? I mean, who's got, I don't mean who got the nod at first base in the American league. Cause I, I'm not sure it's the right uh, guy. Vlad, Vlad, Vlad Guerrero, um, which I, I don't think is right. I don't either. And I'd like, I'd go with Luis. Arez Arise. from Agreed. Arise from Minnesota. He's having Agreed. he's a hundred hits. He's, he's only got a hundred hits. He's not a he's not the he's not the um not a power guy. Not a power guy. And that's what that's what takes that's what makes it right. so that people want to vote for guys like Vlad. And right. Vlad is just a popular, for obvious reasons, a popular pick. And this is a classic situation where the popular guy with the name yep. makes it. And right. the guy who's kind of the underdog who's actually having a better overall year value wise, even though he doesn't hit home runs doesn't get there so but i would three, pick a rise he's hitting 350 and he's got a 3.2 war at this point of the season that's that's my first yeah. my first my starter first base Agreed. So might Agreed. put rizzo in there at some point too but rizzo is close i mean yeah, rizzo close. is yeah. not would not be a bad choice but right. a rise i think is a guy now second base is going to be fascinating because the fans got it right but mm-hmm. can you imagine jose altuve starting the all-star game at dodger stadium la yeah yeah although oh. he he live he, he he lives off of booze man he feeds off yeah, of he it does. 
I mean, he literally, he, 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 it's like, that's, that's fuel for him. And he, he does it to like, does it to the Yankees too. Yep. I mean, when the Yankees fans are booing him, he's going deep and just doing things. 17 are, home runs for the little guy already. A nine, you know what? I, you got I got to say that you got to, he deserves it. And yep. he, um, and he, he really had, it, this is impressive what he's done because he had a couple of down years by his standards and, and to come back and be playing at the level he's playing at again after those years is impressive. And he's always been impressive because of his stature physically. He's a small guy and he hits for power and he hits for, you know, he hits, he's a guy that he hits for power and average. And he's a guy that, um, you know, he's already won, you know, three batting titles in his career. He's been an MVP. We forget about Altuve because of everything that's happened with the Astros, but uh, the Astros keep chugging along, man. I tell you what, they're, they're, the ALCS is going to be good. Is Altuve heading for, the, for Cooperstown? He's on that trajectory. Yeah, he's on that trajectory. I, I I would not be surprised if he ends up there. Yeah, that's. So who's your third baseman for the American League? Rafael Devers, close. I agree because uh, Jose Ramirez is a stud too, right. and yeah. uh, he's an MVP candidate every year. But Rafael Devers has a legitimate claim to be uh, an MVP front runner, and he is just having a tremendous Three, season. Three twenty seven with a four zero uh, WAR right now, nineteen home runs. Yeah. he's having a month. He's he's hurt right now, so we'll see. Like, it, I mean, I think they said that they're hoping to have him back before the All Star game, which means he'll play yep. in the All Star game. But um, yeah, he's the guy. Just us, uh, just just, just Ramirez. Edges Ramirez. I agree. Ramirez. Yep, I agree. Yeah. Now, shortstop, the fans decide on Tim Anderson, who missed a significant part Wrong of the injury. I I agree. Who, who's your choice? Because I know. Xander, yeah, um, Bogarts is, is all red Sox yeah, again, tied. not, not the big power numbers, but right. neither did Anderson. Right. Um, nope. it's a popularity contest and I get that. I remember talking to Ellis Burks about this when we were doing, when we were talking for the book and he was talking about how people judge you on your all-star appearances, world series yep. and, um, whether you win any MVPs or not, you know, and I think that's changing now, but for a long time, people, that's the way writers, yep. um, looked at it for the hall of fame and looked at and kind of judged your career. And um, he said, it's a popularity contest. I get that. And that's why I, I didn't, I think there were some years where I could have been an all-star and I agree with him. Um, there were some years where he could have certainly been an all-star, but because of the, he doesn't have the name of some of the other outfielders in his time, he wasn't there. So um, that's saying it, it hasn't changed. That's still how it is. And so um, Anderson popular guy, we know why, and I get that. Oh, yeah. And he's a great player, but um, Bogart should have been there. Bogart's hitting three, 309, 2.9 war. Um, he's having a monster season already as well. Red Sox have really picked it up after that slow start. They're, they got a lot of guys. Having yeah, man, if they didn't just tank at the beginning, yeah. they would have been up there at, within a striking distance, at least yes. of the Yankees, even though yep. the Yankees are just, I mean, they're, not, they're, yeah. they're playing at a record pace. They're going to run away with it. All right. Um, two of the outfielders, I think, in the American League are pretty much slam dunks. Aaron Judge and Mike Trout. I don't think anybody would argue. Both of them have yeah. three, seven wars right now. Judge has 30 dingers. Trout has 24. I mean, these guys are having and Trout's missed time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the thing is like he's still Trout is still Trout. So there's your right fielder, center field situation. But who's your left fielder for the American League? It's kind of tough. Yeah, I mean, I would pick J-Rod. J the thing about the, the outfield, unless you just are terrible and can't do it. Um, if you're a center fielder, you can play left usually. Right. And right. I would just put him out there and left. And Trout gets center because he's, he's Mike Trout. Because he's Trout, yeah, exactly. So, I'd put Judge in right um, myself. And, but... judge, and Judge in right. And so I think um, – uh, yeah, I, I think I think Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners, he's a fun player and um, he's doing fun things for them. He's kind of helping them rise a little bit now. You know, they have their CS rise, SEA. Um, that's their little hashtag. And 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 it makes and then they are rising right now in the standings. They're in they're they're in the wild. I think they're in a wild card spot yeah. right now. So not and only a few Good games behind them is the <clears throat> Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> 
Four and a half games back. That's that's really fun to see what's going on there. And at the expense of the Angels this weekend and what's happened to Los Angeles Angels is just absolutely tragic. Um, Mind-blowing after the way they were 11 games over. Now they're 11 games under. And it's like uh, they just fell off the face of the earth and they've got the two most exciting players in baseball in there in uh, in the middle of their lineup. It's just it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But hey. let, let, let field I, Buxton is having a, a strange season. Good war. Good yeah, numbers, I mean, he's, 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 he's great. He's great because his defense is so good. Yeah. Yep. And he's hit 22 homers. Yep. He's up there. Um, but I wouldn't I, I would go J Rod over him. You know who I would go with in that situation? I would I would give a tip of the cat cap cap to a guy who well, again no power numbers but andrew benatendi from the world's in 317 has a two yeah, good year award. he's having a good year he he could be he's my yeah. left field choice i think he could do he, he could be an all-star so all right pitchers we know shohei otani is on the team as a dh and a pitcher uh monstrous he's on the mound again yeah i mean i think ERA, otani, strikeouts it's unbelievable otani's been so good and what's interesting what's interesting about this is he's the dh yeah and so like if you're in the all-star game, you want to give a start to a guy who's got, you know, I mean, I could probably start to get on the mountain. Won't he? I like mean, he I guess year? you could start it. And then, yeah, I guess you could start it. The rule now lets you do that. That's right. <laughs> right. Good the high, which, 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 you, you which can, we've had in high school for several years now. You can start him. And then, yeah, you can go. I mean, I think what the, what the, what, what people are talking about, and I think this would be awesome. And I think this is kind of like what happened with Mariano and, and, and Rivera in New York and, you know, certain all-star games, I think you, I think you start Kershaw against Otani because <laughs> Kershaw has never started. Apparently I learned this today. I can't believe it. He's never started an all-star game. And <laughs> that's, that's mind blowing um, given how good he was yeah. in the middle of last decade. And then um, it's an LA, it's at Dodger yeah. stadium. And yeah. he's, he's there. He, he and Koufax are the greatest starting pitchers in Dodger history. And you gotta have, I think you gotta have him start, you know, if, if it wasn't for the fact that um, the Braves beat the Dodgers to get to the world series last year, he would be because Roberts would be managing this game, right. but um, it's snicker and we'll see what happens. But I think the right thing to do would be have Kershaw and then Otani. I mean, because he's, he's, he's a superstar and he's from so- SoCal yep. he, and he's yeah. just, he needs to be plastered all over the game. Yes. Agreed. Now remember, there's a week going week until the game, so a lot of things can happen. We don't know who's going to pitch over the weekend, and so we don't know who's going to start. But right. if I were picking a starter for the American League, I get the Otani. I, I get that. Yeah. But Shane McClanahan is just—it's—it's it's ridiculous what this guy. I is put doing. because Otani is going to be in the game as a DH. I put yeah. McClanahan for my guy, my pitcher, my starter uh, pitcher. Nine and three, one point seven. Here's what gets me, and, and Whip. I mean, 141 strikeouts. That's he's heading for 250, 60 strikeouts. No, but he's, he's had the, an incredible season. A whip of 0.81. I mean, these guys, these starting Unreal. pitchers with whips under one are just yeah. absolutely off the charts. And he's he's been spectacular. And so is Justin Verlander. And coming back after not pitching yeah. for the last two years, uh, 11 and 3. Uh, Verlander is the Nelson Cruz of pitchers, except Nelson Cruz <laughs> is having a down year this year. Yeah. Um, it's like, how does he do it at age 39? Know. You know, it's still throwing 98, 100 in the eighth inning. You know, it's like, it's amazing. He's just a freak of nature. Nira two and a whip of 0.87. So I mean, it's just, you could start any of those three guys. Otani, yeah. you could start any of those three guys, and that, that would make for a very. But Otani Kershaw would be fun. It LA. would be. It would be fun. I I gotta admit, with Kershaw's health problems, I'm a little surprised that he got. He's on the team. I don't think he's the Dodgers' best starter by any stretch. He's not. Um, and, and, and probably number he, three might be three. But he's been very good, you know, given what they did with um, Miguel Cabrera and Albert Pujols yeah, making them legacy right. selections. I think that's great. No, I agree. To honor guys before they, they go out. Yep. Uh, and 
I think that's the sort of thing you're looking at with Kershaw. Who knows how much le- he's got left? Right. Does this and mean so might re- like, might, this selection mean he might retire after the season? No, I'm not saying. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think he wants to pitch. He might go. He might go to Texas. You know, home to Texas to pitch uh-huh. or wherever. He might get a couple of. He'll get a deal somewhere. Someone's going to let Clayton Kershaw pitch for them. You know, even if the Dodgers let him go that after this. This is yeah. last year of his contract. No, but I think that this is kind of his. I think this is the, the, the his last. This is your. This is kind of Kershaw send off. All star yeah, in the All Star game. Yeah. Um, even if he pitches, holds on and pitches a couple more years, I think this is his send off. So you start him because it's in LA, and it's yeah. the only that it's the first time in twenty. It's the first time forty two years that this game's been in LA. So it's the only time he would ever be able to pitch there. And, well, let's, um, let's talk about the pitchers for the National League then, as we we shift yeah. to NL. I mean, Tony Gosselin for the Dodgers. This is just stupid. These stats are stupid. Eleven and zero with a one point six two ERA and eighty strikeouts. A whip of 081 again, an ERA plus of 256. How yeah. is that even possible? No, it's incredible. Um, and 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 I think the the interesting thing is is that Gonsolin doesn't strike many guys out. And I think that compared with other guys, and I think that's well, what's interesting about yeah, 80 and, is you pretty, know that's not bad. Um, no, it's not bad, but in today's by today's standards, yeah, if, yeah. if you're on pace to have a, less than 200 strikeouts, you're not exactly a strikeout guy. But I think that um, my guy's Alcantara. Yeah, that's the other um, one. A two ERA. He's leading the league in innings pitched. He's a complete game. Nobody's faced. Nobody does that uh, anymore. No, he's got he's got two complete games. Yeah. He's he went I think at least eight for like four straight yeah. games, which is yeah. like unheard of now. Yep. He's got an ERA. He's got his his ERA plus is two twenty five point nine one whip. Yep. You know, I mean, the guy is you know he's he's not a he's not a huge strikeout guy either. Hundred eleven isn't bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but he is a um. He's just been overpowering and dominant, and I think you got to give it to him. And he's a guy that nobody really saw coming, except people down in South Florida who knew this guy because he's been hurt a little bit, and now he's finally having his big breakout year. Four point seven WAR for him, which is astonishing for a pitcher. I think he was one of you know last year he was healthy too, so he, I think he was one of a, I think four pitchers last year in all of baseball to go through two hundred innings. Yeah, three point six WAR for Goslin. That's pretty impressive. And another guy I want to tip my hat. I'm going to talk about three pitchers. Joe Musgrove. Uh, eight yeah. and two with a 2.09 ERA and, and a whip of 092. So he's having 183 ERA plus. These are staggering numbers too for, for Joe Musgrove. He's having a great year. Got through no hitter yeah. last year. Yeah. And, and he was on, he was actually, he stumbled a little bit over um, some starts this last month in June. Um, but he was off to the start that put him right in the squarely in the Cy Young category. He's not out of it, right. but um, he's a Cy Young candidate. He was squarely in the middle of the Cy Young award race. Um, early on and he's just been very good and he threw that no here last year i think we we're seeing a guy he's proving that he's he's not a flash in the pan like like he's a guy who's here to stay in terms of being one of the best pitchers in the league one of the quiet acquisitions the padres made during all those player moves they made that you know darvish, oh, during the darvishes darvish the, had, is having a good year too but musgrove is not musgrove like yeah, yeah. Not musgrove exactly. all right let's let's go behind the plate it really feel good story with the Contreras brothers wilson Contreras, starting yep. for the uh, behind the plate for the chicago cubs um, 2.9 war. That's pretty darn good. 270, 13 home runs. Again, a weak, a weak field among the catchers. If you're looking off. Yeah, I think numbers. it's like, well, it's like with Kirk, it's an easy choice um, yeah. because it's a weak field. Contreras is far and away. The guy Will Smith, um, got, Will Smith and the Dodgers got left off the team. And I think he deserves some notice. Yeah, I think, I think not, you know, I think that was a little surprising that Will Smith was in a reserve at least. Yeah. I, I would Poor guy is never going to, never going to get his, uh, his baseball reference page on the first page of results on Google ever. No, nope. you know, and that's, well, not, and maybe that's not even on the baseball side of it. Forget the yeah. acting part of it. There's two Will Smiths playing baseball. 
faced yeah, each other right, in, the exactly. in the playoffs yeah. last year. That's yeah, it's like you have to type in every time you Google him. You can't just type Will Smith to get to his baseball yeah. reference page. Yeah. You got to type Will Smith baseball reference and Dodgers, then get two of those. Too. And then you, you have to do in there. Yeah, exactly. Hey, so. Middle name. All right, we yeah. already talked about first base for the National and, League. And, and by the way, I'll say on that point, at some point, the whole Will Smith slaps a single to the right side, that's going to get old. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, guys will get that in, into their copy for the game stories, yeah. and that's really – at first, it's really good, and then it gets old after a while. That's a Thomas Harding move, isn't it, all the way? Oh, if there ever was one. Oh, yeah. there if he covered the Dodgers, that would have been in like the day after <laughs> it ha- the, the, the incident happened in uh, at the Oscars. All right, so we give we give Paul Goldschmidt obviously his due: three forty, nineteen yeah. home runs. Yeah, bizarre, just through, just four, just by far. Yeah, you got to You you look at that guy and his it's just his numbers. He's always been great, but it looked like he was on the downswing, you know. Yeah, and that's what's great right. about him too. He's kind of like Altuve. He just had he just resurgent yep. season, and good for him. Pete Alonso having a monster season. He'll be in the home run derby. Yeah, it wasn't easy to beat out Pete Alonso, right? Yes, and, exactly. And and, and, and then of course Crone with Crone with twenty home runs. I mean, there's a lot of guys yeah. for that job. For that job. Um, Bray Freeman it, uh, is another one. Where who's going to be the, who's going to be the DH for the for the National League? Har- Harper is the was supposed to be the right. guy, right? And, right. You know, that's a you know, I think what I think at that point, what you do is you you look at one of the you know, like you were talking about how Freddie Freeman maybe right. You look at yeah, or, well oh. Freeman. Um, yeah, you probably you could do Freeman. Um, you could, yeah, you, cause you could really theoretically put any guy in there and there's not, again, the field behind, uh, Harper who DH'd a lot this year because right. of his elbow, isn't that great? Right. So I think, yeah. And it's funny because we, you, you can know, kind of put anybody you want in there, I don't know the, a guy I don't who know. you think should have gotten in right. as a, as a, as a, uh, you know, Riley, a, Austin Riley, maybe. Right. I mean, that, he's anybody who, who is kind of a snub or, 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 or should have been a starter rather than Austin a reserve, Riley with 23 home in. runs and 922 uh, slugging. He, I mean, that's our OPS. That's a guy who probably should get that nod or Freddie Freeman. I think the National League hasn't quite adjusted to that. They're really, are there any full time DHs? No, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. I think it's mostly guys that they kind of plug and rotate, play. Yeah. It's like you, yeah. you, you just, you have like the Rockies, you rotate them, like the Rockies do. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to take some time for, and it makes sense if you think about it, because it's going to take some time for the National League to get caught up with the American yeah. League, because the American League has been doing this for 40 years. Yeah, who's going and to be the first primary DH from the National League to make make the Hall of Fame? To make that, yeah, exactly. That's a great that's a great point, and that's a great thought exercise. Like who who might that be? You know, that's going to be interesting to see. Yep. All right, um, second base. I gave my net. He didn't get it, but Jeff McNeil was the guy I would put at second base for the National League for the Mets. I gave it to Chisholm. I went with the fans on this one. And the reason why is because he did, he, he produced the same value as McNeil in fewer games. You, you have to play enough. And I think Chisholm played enough. Um, he got hurt now though. I think I'm not sure if he's going to be back before the all-star game. Is he? I don't know. He's hurt. So I, I don't know if he doesn't come back, then that's McNeil's for the taking. How does Tommy Edmund get left off the team? Yeah. He's, Tommy like, Edmund should be one of the top reason. war guys in the league. Well, if, if Chisholm doesn't can't play, I think you put in, you put McNeil as a starter and let Edmund be the reserve, right? Yeah, I would, I would think so. So is Crone, what's the latest on CJ Crone now after today? Is he going to, um, he's still, he wasn't in the lineup again, but I think it's mostly, it's not a break. They're waiting for swelling to go down. So if the swelling goes down, he'll be back soon. I think, I think he'll be, yeah, it's a he'll week be, away. He'll be able to. He'll be. He'll be able to play in the All Star game. He should be. He should be. So you know, if if Crone's there, if Alonzo's there, if you bring in Australia, Pete Alonzo can obviously DH if you want him to. Uh, that wouldn't be a bad move either. So we'll see what happens there. McNeil and Edmund, shortstop. Um, again, Trey Turner, I think should be the starter, don't you? I mean, I think Trey Turner's 
the best. No, for me, for me, I, I I gave it to Dansby. I think Dansby is well, having a great year. Dansby, Dansby right. Swanson. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I think Tur- Turner, he's had his moments this year, but I think I think Swanson put up slightly better, uh, slightly better uh, value overall. I don't know that Trey. I mean. Dude's got 11 home runs. He's a little guy. He's 11 home runs and 59 RBIs. I mean, he's he's mashing. Well, Trey, I mean, Turner, he's a, he's an all-around guy. I mean, yep. he's had he has pop, you know, in his bat and he and he, you know, obviously he's going to he's going to have his share of, of activation. And he and he is the best slider but, in baseball, right? He slides he's the best <laughs> if slider. If it was by sliding, I think he I mean, there's he's on a different level with the That's slider. Right. I think I think I think though that, you know, I mean, Dansby's hit 14, his OPS um is higher by 20 points and yeah, I mean, you just and he's he's in there every day. He's played every game. So how about a guy? Think, how about a guy who's hit 15 dingers and doesn't make the team? Francisco Lindor. Yeah, that's interesting, Crazy. right? But yeah, so I think I I would give it to Dansby, but it's not as it's not as cut and, you know cut and dried as as some of the other positions like we were talking I about agree. with like and we were the, talking the, about the, with uh, shortstop in the American League or something like that. Same in third base. I, I give it Arenado clearly. You you like Machado close I give it to Machado. Um, but man, Austin Riley's having a great year and 23 home runs and 55 RBIs. And- you know, and that's the other reason why I don't, I don't put much stock in all-star selections when your career is over, because it all depends on how other guys at your position were doing that year. Yeah. Like if you, you have to, if you're Austin Riley, you're looking up at Machado and Arenado, and it's like, I mean, what's, you know, that's, that's a, that's yeah. a tough group, yeah. you know, uh, to be in and same like with first base, the corner spots this year in the national incredible. league are incredible. Incredible. Outfield, uh, he's been hurt a little bit, but Mookie Betts gets a nod. Um, yep. 20 he's home been runs so already. He's been good so good when he was in there, yeah. when he's been in there. It's just, and he's, you can't, he, you got to give it to he him. He looks like he's right back where he was coming back off the DL. So he, he gets a nod. Yep. I don't think anybody has a problem with that. Who's your center yep. fielder? I think because the way I have it, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a surprising pick here. My center fielder is Betts. I'm going to move him to center. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to put, I'm going to put uh, Soto in left and Schwarber in right. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. Well, Juan Soto is having a down year and he's exactly. still right. one of the best outfielders in terms of the numbers. And so I, I give it to him. I didn't leave. I didn't put Soto on there. He was fourth for me. I Schwarber playing. I mean, Schwarber's got 28 home runs. He's not a Schwarber great defender. Is definitely a star. He, he, yeah. Schwarber is definitely. He's only hitting 223, his offen- but his, his yeah. offensive, his offensive value yeah. is, is even with the, the low, the low batting average has been so good. And I think he he earned that. You know me; I'm a defensive guy. I love defense um, for obvious reasons. I like Brandon Nimmo in center field from the Mets. Uh, Two seventy three. You know, he's uh, only got eight home runs, but he's doing everything Nimmo else. Nimmo is a good choice. You know, who, a guy who does not, I don't think, belongs as a starter at all, and as a starter is Jock Peterson. Yeah, I agree. Um, with that. I don't he's having a good one. year. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a starting outfielder. And honestly, neither, neither is Acuna. You know, yeah, he's been hurt. He he hasn't played. He had to, he he got a late start. Mm-hmm. um to the season and that's really part of the re- big part of the reason why but again it's a it's a popularity contest and that's okay i mean that's that's i mean everybody has their own philosophy on how you vote for all-stars you know we're as media i think you look at it differently than than fans and no question you're a fan you want to see acuna in the game right let's uh, we talked about the pitchers already you think it should be clayton kershaw to start for sentimental reasons and i, I don't think that's I don't think that's bad at all. I think that's a that's a good argument. It is a game that you want. It's the his, to it's watch. his only chance um, yeah. to 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 start an All Star game. Maybe the rest. I didn't realize that he never started one. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, Kershaw is one of the greatest pitchers of our time, and um, for him not to have started one, and it being in Dodger Stadium, it just makes too much sense. It does. It, it, it we can't argue with that. As we mentioned, so that that wraps up our our 
our rosters here. There's a lot of guys who got snubbed, but again, that's kind of goes with the territory when you have to have a rep from every happens team. Every year. Happens, happens every year. Every year. Um, One of the guys who was a huge snub was Carlos Rodon yep. of San Francisco. That guy, he's got the highest pitching war in, in uh, the national league. By really? Far. Yeah. Higher Any than kind of, uh, Alcantara. Not yep. Not an all-star. Higher than 4.7. Uh, Alcantara, Alcantara is at, um, he's not, he's not at 4.7. I don't think anybody's at 4.7. Let me see. In baseball reference, I had him at 4.7. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at fan graphs. I mean, there, but uh, there's a, yeah, Alcantara is at 3.4 and Radon is at 3.7. Huh. And so, um, but that's again, but they look at, uh, look at different, I know. Uh, they look at strikeout, they weigh strikeouts more heavily than they do. And baseball reference tends to go with outs. Um, they kind of t- tend to yep. count outs more equally. Um, so That's yeah, I, like I mean, but, but the fact is that Rodon has a 2.7 ERA. Mm-hmm. Um, his fielding independent pitching is two, one, three. He, um, has struck out 11 per nine, um, with two, about three walks per nine. So that's an all-star, you know, yeah. if you can't make an all-star team with those numbers, that's, that's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. As we mentioned, CJ, CJ Crone's the only Rocky as of right now is still a week to go. It could be injury replacements, but uh, I'm pitching replacements. Chad cool, who you and I speculated might get a nod uh, did not. Uh, he's got a high ERA, 4.2 ERA. Well, Chad honestly. was on his way. And he was. then, um, and, and, and then, yeah, he kind of went South over the last uh, three or four starts. But is there, you think there's any chance somebody bails out and, and Chad cool is Chad, no. the roster? I don't think no. so. I think I think his 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 last three weeks or so kind of doomed him on that. Well, in the last three weeks, he got a shutout of the Dodgers here during that last three weeks. Or so. Well, I'm, I'm I'm guessing it was somewhere around three. How many starts can you make over three he's weeks? Only, he's only had a couple. Many. He's only had a couple starts or two, three starts since then. I don't think. Last I want to say I, I want to say like his last three or four starts. I guess not. That wouldn't be three weeks. Right. But I think let's see his uh, let's see his game logs here. I think it well, was. Friend of the program. His ERA, so, look, his ERA is at four high. now. I know. You know, and, and it's because of those last couple. Like years. he's given up since June twenty second. He's given up. Yes, yeah, so about about three weeks, four starts, four point eight eight or earned run average. So, um, it, yeah, I think that's because at that point his ERA is three point six nine, and honestly, it it was it, his ERA was three point one seven going into the second start in June, and that's where everything kind of started going downhill because actually if you go back to june 10th his era is 5.4 so hmm. um yeah that he's i don't think he's got any chance in, at this point it was looking good for a while through the first two does, months of the year does daniel bard have an opportunity to be on this team daniel bard is an all-star he's all-star worthy he's all-star worthy so if somebody bails if somebody can't do it uh one of the pitchers can't do it for whatever reason well there'll I be guys who can't pitch because the, they pitched on sunday or yeah so or i think sunday, yeah exactly so. so that's he's he's one of the first guys i think you call he's Which, been very good what would it say about a Colorado Rockies team that's, you know, last place and 10 games under 500 to get two guys on the all-star team? Be kind of surprising, wouldn't it? Nah, I mean, they're, they're 10 games under two, I guess is, yeah, it's good, but it's also, it also underscores how much value, how how valuable those two pieces are in the trade market. That's what it does for me. It tells me, look, if you have two all-stars with team, you know, with, uh, with a situation like a team-friendly contract, on crone and you're not paying you're not overpaying bard you got to trade those guys man i mean this is a chance to to really bring in some decent prospects at the higher levels of your farm so we talked about go back to our old topic and i think we'll be beaten on this horse until the deadline passes but we're in total agreement here obviously they got to make some moves but i mean if he gets the all-star not it just continues to show that 
these and are improves, pieces that and are improves his value and makes other teams take take more notice perhaps maybe increases what the Rockies can get back value. in return. Yeah. Are they looking that's, at that way though? Do they look at it? What can we get in return for these guys? That's the problem. I don't know. I mean, I I just I think we're going to see like last year we were wondering what they were going to do mm-hmm. a story. Actually, I think it was we thought that they were going to really try to move story. Uh, and and uh, gray gray was yep. a different story because right. gray said he wanted to stay right but uh and they didn't so like i don't think you there's you can never the rocky z- zag when you say zig and zig when you say zag you, you don't know what they're going to do and it's usually the opposite of what people think they're going to do I, I will i will throw this copy and i've said this before on this program last year bill schmidt was not the general manager he was the interim general manager and i don't know that he right. felt that's the wild card here right that's the we wild card know. so maybe now as the gm we saw some good moves in the offseason We've seen some things we liked. This is going to be a true litmus test, though, for Bill Schmidt, isn't it? Yes, yes. Uh, this by 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 this time next month, we're going to know a lot more about the Rockies than we do right now in terms of their philo- philosophical uh, perspective going forward for the near and long term for this team. For this week, we can sit back and watch and enjoy this game and and hope that uh, CJ Crone does well and maybe Daniel Bard gets in there and and also contributes and um, look at the teams that have multiple All Stars with envy, right? <laughs> All Star envy. All-Star Envy. Well, All-Star Envy, that's, that's, the, that's the, the rule of the day around here now, now on, the, on the day that the All-Star teams uh, rosters were announced because there are guys who are like, boy, I should have been in L.A. I should have been going to L.A. But no question. Happens every year. All right, man. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll catch up this week. Rockies have uh, the Padres and the Pirates uh, this week. So we'll get to catch up at Coors Field this week before, prior to the All-Star game. Yep. And uh, in the meantime, you got a closer for us? Yes, sir. All right, we'll be back right after this with Manny's Closer. Stay with us. It is the Park Adjusted Rockies Podcast All-Star Edition. Stay with us. For the best selection of autographs and memorabilia from your favorite sports stars past and present, look no further than denverautographs.com. Find what you're after on the web or at either of their two Metro Denver locations, Colorado Mills Mall and Flatirons Mall. Broncos, Rockies, Avs, Nuggets, and much more. It's all at denverautographs.com. The place to catch all the big game action is at Stoney's Bar and Grill, now with four great locations, including Winter Park and the original at 11th and Lincoln. Great food, great service, and unrivaled game day atmosphere. There's no better place to watch your favorite teams in action. To find out more, check out stoneysbarandgrill.com. This week's closer is an all-star edition as we pay homage to the all-time Rockies all-stars in this, the franchise's 30th season. The first all-star in franchise history, who else but the big cat, Andres Galarraga who in 1993 at Camden Yards in Baltimore was the first Colorado representative to appear in a Midsummer Classic before going on to win the batting title by hitting 370. He hit 328 on the road, by the way, so you home road split haters can go away. The player with the most all-star selections in franchise history? There are three, Todd Helton, Troy Tulowitzki, and Nolan Arenado, with five apiece. They're followed by the Hall of Famer Larry Walker, Dante Bichette, and Charlie Blackman, who were selected as all-stars four times each with Colorado. Carlos Gonzalez and Matt Holliday were three-time All-Stars for the Rockies. And how about Brian Fuentes? The lefty reliever was an All-Star for the Rockies three times himself. No other Rockies pitcher has been an All-Star more than once. An interesting note on Rockies pitchers in the Midsummer Classic, Rockies pitchers have never given up an earned run in All-Star game history. Galarraga, Vinny Castilla, DJ LeMahieu, and Trevor Story made two All-Star appearances each for the Rockies. So while the Rockies have just one All-Star this year, marking the seventh time that that's happened, and by the way, the most All-Star selections in one season for the Rockies was four back in 2019, the franchise has a rich history in All-Star play, particularly at the plate where the club has had four players launch home runs in the Midsummer Classic. Helton in 2003, Holiday in 2008, 
Story in 18, and Blackman in 19. This year, C.J. Crone is a well-deserving All-Star, and Daniel Bard probably was All-Star worthy too. Hopefully they'll get into the game and make something happen. If the Rockies do what they probably ought to after the All-Star break, those two won't be in purple pinstripes for much longer. An all-star performance from Manny means the door is closed on another episode of the Park Adjusted Rockies podcast. Those all-star rosters might look a little bit different a week from now. You'll need to stay tuned to find out. Thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.